April 26, 2009, First Church and Parish in Dedham, Our UU Roadmap by the Reverend Raleigh Weaver. Guide my feet while I run this race. Guide my feet while I run this race. In a few moments, when I'm done speaking, we're going to sing those lyrics. On this morning, as we acknowledge new members and what steers us as Unitarian Universalists upon the path of life, I think it is important that we ask who or what guides our feet. And I think that walking together is a helpful metaphor when considering our UU roadmap. Imagine for a moment all the people who will walk with you on your journey of life. At their very best, religious communities give us companions for our journey in life. I hope some of the people you're thinking of are here in this church. Now some might say to you, you cannot walk together if you have differing ideas of the truth. Certainly it would be easier if we all had some common understanding of who or what is guiding our feet and where our race will head us. Just imagine the James Joyce ramble this morning. One of our new members is running today, Jennifer Greeny, and I hope you will hold her in it in your hearts this morning. Starting right about the moment that we will finish singing today, hundreds of runners will begin from the Endicott Estate to run a 10-kilometer course, which will circle right around our church neighborhood and return to the Endicott Estate for the finish line. Everyone starts at the same starting line at the same time. They run 10 kilometers and end up where they started. I would like to assert that this is a pretty good metaphor for the way many churches approach the spiritual lives of their parishioners. Many religions treat spiritual lives as though we all start from the same place, take the same route, go the same distance, and end up back where we are started. This is a very orderly, very logical, very manageable approach. Having a structure so that you know where you're going and how to get there makes some sense. But imagine for a moment if everyone started at a different starting point and headed down a different road, going a different distance only to end up at a different location. In my mind, this would make some sense. To ramble means to go for a walk without a fixed destination in mind. As I see it, something in the James Joyce ramble should actually be rambling. Leaving from different points and arriving at different destinations would certainly be one way of rambling, and it would most certainly be representative of one truth we as Unitarian Universalists hold about the race of our lives. We cannot confirm nor deny whether or not we start at the same locations, or will end up at the same place. Each of our journeys in a lifetime are different, and we each take different roads, and we all arrive at our destinations at our own pace and in our own unique way. So why, you might ask, do we come together at all? If our journeys are separate, what is the point of walking together? I imagine it has something to do with the same reasons that runners enjoy racing. If you run by yourself, you never have another body to pace yourself. Participating in a race, you have a witness for your journey and an idea of when you cross the finish line. This, of course, is different in a UU context because we have no definitive finish line. 
We know there is a road, and we might even be able to navigate walking along it together, at our own pace, of course. But the finish line in our scenario is not defined. If you grew up in a Catholic church, you might remember the Apostles' Creed, which is considered the earliest in Christianity. Most churches, Catholic or Protestant, often read the word similar to this. I believe in Almighty God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, and our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate and was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. This creed represents a road map or a pathway, a story to ascribe a life to. Consider, in contrast, the words that we read each week. Love is the spirit of this church, and service is its law. To dwell together in peace, to seek the truth in freedom, to serve humanity in love is our covenant with each other and with God. Our words do not point us to any more definite story than the story of love and peace and justice and truth and freedom. The words we read each week are not individual words, but collective words, words that mark our identity as a group of people, but not our claim on a single vision as individuals. Within our Unitarian Universalist search for truth, there is freedom to live the life you were born to live. The problem in a community of individuals is simply that we can all form our own unique perspectives of what it means to be a loving church or what service entails and setting expectations can be complicated. For instance, several people have approached me about the fact that so many of you sit at the far back of the church. Now, while I agree that it might be cozier if we all sat up together at the front of the church for worship, I believe in a Unitarian Universalist context, it would be wholly inappropriate me, for me to ask you to sit in a signed seat. Where you sit is up to you. Another example might be in cleanup days at the church. I know that some churches near us have their cleanup days right after worship on Sunday, and people come to church dressed in their work duds, ready to help. This seems a bit high-handed to me as a Unitarian Universalist. I think people should offer what they feel in their own hearts is right to offer, and peer pressure is an inappropriate technique to use. So whether we have plenty of help or none, it is our own conscience that prioritizes our ability to help, instead of any sense of outward obligation placed upon us by the institution. We say each week that service is our law. Your idea of service and mine might be different. What you are willing and able to do, to serve, should reflect only your abilities and your sense of what you can and are willing to offer. No other person can design for you a road map of service. Only you can do that. 
Similarly, in some churches, a tithing, a certain percentage of income, is encouraged to help the greater good. But here in our context, you might be called and asked to contribute, but no one is going to tell you what to give. I'm quite sure the stewardship committee would be happy to remind us that despite all my highfalutin ideals about your individual freedoms, even our Unitarian Universalist church isn't actually free, and these lights and this choir and this minister, well, they all cost money. All of that is absolutely true, but in walking together in sacred community, we are called to determine for ourselves how best to contribute and to respect and affirm everyone else's right to do the same. And here is where the imperfection in our fellowship comes in. Sometimes when you have a group of givers and a silent group of receivers, there is a natural tendency of the few to forget to honor the individual freedoms and measure everyone else by their own measuring stick. I guess what I'm saying is that even when you don't have a set pace to keep, a set goal to reach, Often the natural human tendency for competition develops a sense of com- conflict. Even with the emphasis on the freedom of thought, sometimes different and competing ideas can increase a sense of discord. Open difference and conflict in a church does not feel right to us because we feel out of harmony, and many of us come to church for harmony. We want the same harmony we hear from our choir. But for our choir to produce such beautiful music, they need their parts carefully written out. Part of the problem, of course, is that nobody writes out all the parts that we're to play in human community. We all sing according to our own tune, which is not always harmonious. The tension between spontaneity and planning is here, too. Some of the greatest jazz music is created in jam sessions, with wordless scatting. Some of us want the free fluidity of possibility to surround us. And so part of our struggle is do we define everything and lay out detailed scripts for each of us to follow, or do we remain open to our differences and trust the perfectly imperfect process of democracy? In some churches, it seems like being religious means not being allowed to be ourselves, or at the very least, It means ascribing to a creed we may not believe in and checking our individuality at the door. In a Unitarian Universalist context, being faithful is defined by the responsible use of our individual reason and experience and conscience. And so naturally, even in the best of churches like ours, one group of individuals will believe one thing while another will believe something completely opposite. No matter how similar we are, we all have different perspectives, different ways of expressing ourselves, different answers to the same questions, and different core beliefs. Differences and conflict are simply a part of what it means to be in human community. Our differences and conflict are considered a gift instead of a problem. We can all learn from each other's differences and perhaps, and from conflict, but perhaps it is how tightly or loosely we hold to our own individualistic truths that constricts our growth, both as individuals and as an institution. Our needs for togetherness and individuality are central 
to most of our relationships in life. These forces are what encourage us at different times to come together in congregation and to in eventually separate and go home to our own lives. This liberal dance between allowing our individuality room to grow and allowing our souls to be influenced by community is a delicate one. As Unitarian Universalists, we are not called to sameness and conformity, only to unity and solidarity. Einstein once suggested that the significant problems we face cannot be solved at the same level of thinking we were when we created them. The same way that it is not the most efficient way to run a race if we all go in our own directions, we cannot create out of our own individual minds a completely new and transformative future, but are enriched by the collective in creating the map. We know that life is not some fixed constant pathway that we can individually control, and yet walking together is a way of broadening our scope and measuring our progress. To walk together, we need a measure of trust and safety for all of us. To provide safety, you need some articulation of the rules. I think this is why all those creeds and even our Unitarian Universalist principles and purposes were invented in the first place. They're an attempt to articulate a faith for common understanding. Our ancestors chose the words of our unison affirmation very carefully to allow us each room to define our own pathway. And our Unitarian Universalist principles also leave room for interpretation while holding up core values of freedom and religious liberty. To create the safe space to truly be free, we may need more definition, if only to help each of us to measure our own actions against the expectations of the collective. This is why, in your order of service this morning, you find the proposed behavioral covenant. This covenant was designed by a small committee and then improved upon by the parish committee and then will be offered to this congregation for approval. The democratic process through which we make collective decisions is a perfect example of the way that we walk together as a collective. I hope you will read and consider the behavioral covenant. But I know that the collective wisdom of this congregation will guide us to a common understanding that will serve us all. As we sing Guide My Feet this morning, I believe it is this collective wisdom we are asking to run with us. May the collective energies of this parish and church guide us to the goal beyond our seeing. And may our hearts be open to the infinite possibilities within this community. And may we create a place where all of us are free.